the debate continues to rage in scientific circles on how many kinds of intelligence we possess. We will not benefit from this kind of hair splitting. Rather, we need to understand our own ability and how to nurture it. So let's understand these four phases in life. Intelligence is one of the most important faculties we possess. In the late 19th century, when psychologists in France began studying it, they saw it as a singular ability, very much like the horsepower of an engine. And hence, if one engine is 20 HP, the other is 40 HP, you expect it to be twice as powerful as the first. Likewise, tests were designed to measure the IQ of people. And these became extremely important in selection criteria for jobs. However, around the 1950s, scientists realized that IQ scores were really not accurate measures of people's abilities. One person was expert at mathematics, but terrible in communication. And the other was the reverse, adept at communication, but poor in logic. And the third had neither mathematical ability nor communication, but was highly talented in music. Around 1980, Howard Gardner presented his multiple intelligence theory in his book, Frames of Reference. He enumerated seven kinds of intellect, mathematical intelligence, verbal intelligence, visual intelligence, as is used by navigators and architects. The fourth is musical intelligence. The fifth is kinesthetic intelligence, the ability to handle our musculoskeletal system. The sixth is intrapersonal intelligence, the ability to understand ourselves. And the seventh, according to Howard Gardner, is interpersonal intelligence, the ability to handle social relationships. Subsequently, he added a few more intelligences to the list. But the debate continues to rage in scientific circles on how many kinds of intelligence we possess. We will not benefit from this kind of hair splitting. Rather, we need to understand our own ability and how to nurture it. So let's understand these four phases in life. From birth till infancy, our focus is on physical intelligence. 
the ability to understand and control our musculoskeletal system. For as little babies, when we were made to sit up the first time, we just rolled over. But then we realized these muscles are coming into play and this is how I can manage them. Subsequently, when we entered school, the focus shifted to another kind of intelligence, cognitive intelligence. Now, we needed to understand problems, analyze them and come up with solutions. Whether the problems be mathematical, verbal or logical, this cognitive intelligence is known in the world as IQ. It remains important through our life. Let us say you are an executive. You need to know the ramifications of your decision on various players, the stockholders, the board, the employees and the customers. You then use your analytical ability to come to a decision. So this is IQ or cognitive intelligence. Then as we enter adolescence, now life becomes more complex and the web of relationships increases. So also the emotional turmoil within ourselves. A third intelligence now starts developing, which is EQ or Emotional Quotient. This gives us three skills. The first is knowledge of our own emotions. The second, the ability to empathize with the emotions of others and interact with them meaningfully. And the third, is emotional self-mastery. There's a story about Akbar and Birbal. One day, on waking up, Akbar remembered his dream. At night, he had dreamt that all his teeth but one had fallen out from his mouth. He called an astrologer and asked him what this dream meant. The astrologer said, Your Majesty, it means that one by one, all your relatives will die and you alone will continue to live. Akbar was so annoyed on hearing it, he dismissed him. He then called another astrologer for his interpretation, who gave the same meaning. All of them kept getting dismissed by Akbar. Finally, Birbal arrived and Akbar confided his dream in him. Birbal said, Huzur, your dream indicates that you will have such a long life, you will outlive all your relatives. Hearing that, Akbar was pleased. Birbal had said the same thing, but he had put it in a palatable manner. Let us see what the Golden Rules book has to say about EQ. People with high emotional intelligence 
are self-aware. They regulate their moods. They empathize with others and use that awareness to guide their decisions. This makes them respond, not react to problems. They become known for their ability to diffuse conflicts in the workplace, to remain resilient through challenges and solve complex problems. It is not surprising that emotional intelligence is linked to higher salaries and higher job satisfaction. Daniel Goldman expressed it well. CEOs get hired for their business expertise and intelligence, but get fired for their lack of emotional intelligence. Although EQ is so important, it still doesn't provide light on the purpose of our life itself. Hitler too had emotional mastery, but that doesn't mean his life was effective. So in early adulthood, a fourth intelligence starts awakening. SQ or spiritual intelligence. It may awaken earlier for some, later for others, or not at all. It makes us turn our attention to the bigger questions in life. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose in this life? I was once invited by the Intel Corporation that makes computer chips to speak to their employees and I chose the topic Spiritual Intelligence SQ Chip Inside because Intel in those days used to place a label on laptops the Intel Chip Inside so my topic was the SQ Chip Inside what is Spiritual Intelligence it has got four dimensions to it. Self-awareness skills, universal awareness skills, self-mastery skills, and professional mastery skills. Let us see what they are. The first, self-awareness skills. To understand who am I beyond this bag of chemicals known as the body and the mind. This is the first knowledge that Sri Krishna gives to Arjun in the Bhagavad Gita, where he says, Arjun, never was there a time when you did not exist, nor will there be any time when you will cease to be. You are the eternal soul. Along with this awareness comes the awareness of my purpose in life and the values I cherish and which I wish to live by. The second, universal awareness skills. The recent pandemic 
made us all painfully aware of the interconnectedness of the world when a virus that originated in one country rapidly spread around the globe we now know that in the food chain if one species gets minused the whole ecosystem gets affected so this concept that i am separate and disconnected from creation is so wrong every time we breathe we ingest molecules that have been released by plants and shrubs from the seven oceans and the seven continents through the process of metabolism they become a part of us and molecules that were locked within us get released to the atmosphere in one year 98% of our molecules change this awareness i am a part of a greater whole then leads to knowledge of the universal laws of existence like the law of karma the law of infinite potential the law of incremental growth which i have talked about in my book seven divine laws for awakening your best self now the third dimension of spiritual intelligence is self mastery skills we have our lower self which wants to gratify in lower pleasures which wants to be proud and which likes to boast and then we have the higher self which informs us that is not the way to behave self mastery skills means to have the higher self in charge this requires the art of mind management which is governing the mind with the intellect you can learn more about it from my book the science of mind management and now come to the fourth professional mastery skills there is a story about the ancient wise king vikramaditya in his kingdom one farmer had a well on the edge of his farm the neighboring farmer needed water for his fields and purchased the well now when he wanted to draw the water the first farmer objected why but i have purchased the well said the second the first said the water was not purchased by you it belongs to me the case went up to emperor vikramaditya and the wise king said he would personally visit the spot he accompanied the farmers on looking at the water he said to the first you are right the water does not belong to this farmer it belongs to you but because the well has now been purchased by him you have no right to keep your water in his well if you are doing so you need to pay rent to him that is of course a joke but like the water in the well the talents and abilities we possess are god's gift to us we need to utilize them in a way that makes a difference in the lives of people and this world that will be our gift to god as muhammad ali said service 
to others is the rent we pay for our boarding on this earth so these four dimensions of sq put our life in place they are like the one in front of all the zeros but finally we need to understand the concept of nature and nurture there is an aspect of intelligence that we were born with and the other which we nurture through our actions and efforts let us say for example one girl was born with tremendous musical ability in a laborer's home who had no appreciation of it the girl got no opportunity to practice her natural skills the nurture was missing another boy was born in a family of musicians where he got access to the best training and his skills started blossoming through nurturing likewise spiritual intelligence will need to be nurtured through reading of the scriptures listening to wisdom from the guru and participating in satsangs Thank you.